guess what? We are willing to even die to give our lives for a person, for a person, Jesus. Now, what is the mindset and mentality of somebody who's willing to do that? I want to turn you to 1 Timothy chapter 1, and here's the background. 2 Timothy, I'm sorry, chapter 1, here's the background. In the book of 1 Timothy, Paul gives this young pastor, Timothy, his apprentice, Paul's apprentice, a blueprint, a game plan for how to lead the church. And Paul is this, or Timothy is this brand new little pastor. <laughs> He's taken on a load. Paul says it's going to be tough. You're going to have to confront people. They're going to look down on you because you're young. You're going to have all this opposition from the outside. But then in chapter 6, he says, flee youthful lust. You're not only going to have opposition from the outside, you're going to have opposition from inside yourself as well. Flee youthful lust and run to righteousness. <laughs> Flee from lust, run to righteousness. And Paul exhorts him, gives him this handbook. And then there's time in between. And then the second letter comes. And the second letter is gentle, but it's direct. Paul is saying, Timothy, you're falling down on the job. Timothy, in chapter 1, verse 7, Paul says to Timothy, Timothy, verse 5, he says, you have a sincere faith, brother. I've seen that in you. That's why you're pastoring. You're a solid man of God. But he says, you have not been given a spirit of fear. You're acting out of fear, cowardice, timidity. But you've been given by God a spirit of power, love, and of a sound mind. Timothy, rise up, my brother. <laughs> rise up, my brother, because you're playing the coward. You're being timid. You're not standing up and entering into what God has for you. You're backing down. You're taking cover. You're retreating. And then Paul says these words. He says in verse 8, he says, Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. Ashamed means disfigured. The word is a picture of disfigurement. Shame disfigures us. Being ashamed creates disfigurement. Here's what Psalm 34 verse 5 says. It says, Those who look to him... For help will be radiant. Their faces will never be covered with shame. They will never be disfigured because their faces will be radiant. It is the legacy, the destiny, the privilege of believers to have faces that are radiant. But how do you have a radiant face when, when there's difficult times? Here's how. Verse 11 and 12. Paul says this in verse 11. He says, I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher. That word appointed means I was grabbed hold of by God. <laughs> I was grabbed hold of by God. And back in verse 8, he says to Timothy, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord or of me, his prisoner, but join with me in suffering for the gospel according to the power of God. Whenever we suffer, God doesn't abandon us. God comes in with his power and enables us, strengthens us. That's what 2 Corinthians chapter 12 says. My grace is sufficient for my power is perfected in your weakness. If we're suffering, you guarantee God's power is going to be there. So Paul says, I'm suffering and I didn't sign up for this. I was appointed. God grabbed hold of me. He recruited me. He drafted me into this. I didn't sign up for all this. I had a great life going before all of this. I had position and, and power and prestige and people looked up to me. And I, I was, yes, I was killing Christians. But in my line of work, that was, that was highly, highly uh, uh, 
admired. <laughs> but I swapped all of it to follow Jesus when Jesus grabbed hold of me. And he says, for this reason, because I've been grabbed hold of by God, I also suffer. In other words, suffering is part of the package. Verse 12, but I am not ashamed. I'm not disfigured. For I know whom I have believed. That word know means I know by experience. God has proven himself over and over and over. My whole story is a testimony of the greatness, the faithfulness, the goodness, the power, the intervention, the provision of God when I'm down to nothing. <laughs> it's my whole story, Paul says. I know whom I have believed and I'm convinced. I'm absolutely confident. How would you love that to be your story and your walk with God? I'm absolutely confident in this God that I follow. I'm convinced that he is able. That's the word dunatos, which is kissing cousins to dunamis, which is the word for dynamite. What is he saying? I'm absolutely confident in this God. He has a track record, and I know he's got an arsenal. He's got the firepower to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. What does that mean? I have a track record with God. He grabbed hold of me. But I am not disfigured or ashamed of him because I have an experience with him. I have knowledge of him. He has been faithful. He has been awesome. He has been, he has provided, he has rescued, and he has the firepower to continue to do it and to guard what I have entrusted. That means what I have set in front of him, what I have set at his feet. What was that? His whole life. His past, he entrusts forgiveness of his past where he was killing Christians. He entrusts and set before the feet of God his whole life on this planet and his eternal destiny. So I am able to entrust all of that to him because I know him. I'm absolutely convinced that he has the firepower to take care of me. I've entrusted everything until that day. What day? When we see him face to face. When we get across the finish line. When we graduate. Friends, we are willing to die for a person. We are willing to die for a person who we know, who has the firepower, who will get us across the finish line beautifully. Jesus. Jesus.